spend any time on the internet these days scrolling social media and you will hear over and over again, you got to be high vibe in order to attract everything that you want. And I'm here to say that that's a huge misconception. And that's what we're going to be diving into on this episode. So let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Okay, first off, I have fallen into this trap. This whole thing about you got to be high vibe, make sure that you're high vibe. That's how you attract everything that you want. And do you even know what high vibing is? That's my first question. And I wish somebody had asked me that. Because years ago when I was working with a coach, I mean, she would say to me like, so what are you going to do this week? I am going to be high vibe. I wish that she had asked me, what does that mean? What does that mean to you? Because a lot of people think what that means is, well, I'm going to be happy and full of joy so that I can attract the right people to me. I can attract the right clients and customers and grow my audience because I'm going to be high vibe. You're going to be happy. And I'm all about the power of attraction, first off. I mean, if you've been hanging around me any sort of time, if you know me personally, you've been listening to any of my episodes, you know that I've got a woo side to me and I've got all the crystals to prove it. And I'm all for the power of attraction. But if your definition of high vibing is I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be joyful, that's not it. So that's not what high vibing is. I mean, you can be happy and joyful But there's a difference between being happy and joyful, but also standing in your power because you want to stand in your power. Your customers, your clients, they are looking for somebody who can solve their problem. They are looking for somebody who is confident that they can solve their problem, the problem that they have. You know, have you ever joined a program because, oh my God, the person that's running this program, they're so joyful. I mean, I just want to be, I just want to spend thousands of dollars to be around somebody who's joyful. That's not the case. I mean, my clients don't hire me because I'm joyful, because I'm this high vibing. No, the reason why they're hiring me is because they feel confident that I can help them solve their problem. They feel confident that I can help them craft a presentation that is going to get them clients, that is going to get them booked over and over again, that is going to leave audiences wanting more. And the other reason why they hire me is because they're sick and tired of throwing money into marketing that they didn't know was working, if it was even working, or what part of it was working. Whereas when you're speaking, positioned as the expert. So this is this episode is going to be a little bit also about speaker confidence. So keep sticking around. And I know that this is probably going to be like, ooh, I didn't know this. I wish that somebody had told me this. And I wish somebody had told me this also. But 
I think back to a coach that I had been working with and, you know, like she would ask me, what are you going to do this week? And I would say, I am going to be high vibe. I'm going to be and happy and joyful is what I was thinking. Cause that's what I thought high vibing was. And maybe it is, but I wish that she had asked me, what do you think high vibing is? Explain to me what high vibing is for you. So that's the first question that I want you to be answering. What is high vibe? What does that mean for you? Because you got to be a little bit more than just joyful in order to attract the right clients to you and in order to grow the business the way you want to grow it. And I say this because I want you also, as a second question, I want you to think about the last person that you hired. I want you to think about the last program you joined. Was that person high vibing? Were they all like oozing with happiness and joy? Or did you feel confident that they knew their stuff? Did you feel confident that they could solve your problem? Now, if you say yes to the second, that's because they were standing in their power. And I consider that to be more important, that that's what you should be doing, is standing in your power. So let's just say high vibing is this joy and happiness and everything is is like roses in my life, but that's not what's going to attract the right people to you. What attracts the right people to you is you standing in your power, you claiming that you are an expert because, you know, in the speaking world, we say no meeting planner ever hires a speaker, but they're hiring as an expert, an expert on topics, an expert that's going to help their audience, their association, their company change, transform, help alleviate solutions to the problems that they are experiencing. So you want to be a thought leader. You want to be sharing your thoughts. I mean, that's what thought leadership is. But have you spent enough time actually in quiet time? to come up with your own perspective, your own theories, and you sharing that, you know, that also comes with you also being confident in what you're sharing with people. This comes back from my leadership and corporate engagement days. You know, people do not leave companies, they leave leaders. Now, what kind of a leader are you being that is attracting the right people? Because leaders attract followers. Leaders attract followers. I just had to repeat that one more time. Understand that leaders attract followers. Confidence attracts followers. And that ability to solve people's problems attracts followers. Now, this whole podcast is all about public speaking. If you are following me on Instagram, and if you're not, make sure you start following me on Instagram because that's where I drop a lot of gold nuggets. Public speaking is supposedly people's biggest fear. And as a reformed, painfully shy girl, I know what it's like to feel that shy streak. But I also know that you can teach your nervous system new tricks. And that is how I have been able to go from not being able to look people in the eye, looking at the floor and being an expert on sneakers to looking people in the eye and walking out on stage and sharing my perspective of leadership. 
are you sharing your perspective of your expertise? If not, I want to ask why not? What is stopping you from sharing that? And what is the worst thing that is going to happen if you don't share your expertise? So just like really think about that. What is the worst thing that would happen if you don't share your story, your expertise, your solution with the world? I know that might actually sting a little bit. And most of my clients and my students would say, oh my God, there's like a part of me that would die. Are you ready to leverage speaking as your best form of marketing? There are over 7,500 events looking for speakers every single day. Speaking positions you as the expert in the room, but you probably don't know where to start. So I created this great resource called the Directory of Places to Speak. This resource will help you get started today. So head on over to speakandstandout.com forward slash directory to grab your free copy now. Don't miss this opportunity to be the expert speaking to audiences filled with your ideal clients. There's a part of me that is just aching to speak up and share. You know, they're just stuck with, I just don't know how. I don't know how to craft a presentation. I don't know how to get booked. I don't know where to start. And you can just start today, like even in your written content. Are you sharing your thought leadership? Because it's your unique perspective. And let's just hypothetically say that, oh, well, but I'm a web designer. You know, I'm creating websites. Well, guess what? The people who want to hire you, the people who are willing to pay, the people who are willing to be on a wait list because they understand that you have a philosophy about websites, that is going to, that is going to be very attractive instead of, well, yeah, like I craft websites. I remember once talking to this woman and she was a web designer for a very particular platform and very high-end, extremely high-end. And I was like, okay. But the problem was that she didn't have any unique philosophy, no thought leadership about how she crafted a website. She was basically saying the same stuff that every other web designer is saying, well, I craft it based on like you and what you do, because I want to make sure it's converting. You know, she was using a lot of the same fancy words as everybody else. So that's not thought leadership. That's not standing out in a busy world. That's just repeating what everybody else is saying. So one of the things that I think would be super important for you to do and to consider is not to follow people who do what you do. Yes, there you are. I said that. <laughs> Don't follow other people who do what you do because one, it just leads to comparison. Oh, look what they're doing. Comparisonitis. It's so deadly. And when you spend so much time with those kind of people, whether you are physically with them, whether you spend time with them, like in a mastermind, is that you start to sound like them. You know, Jim Rohn said that you are the average of the five people that you hang around with. I'm not even sure if Jim Rohn is the originator of that. But if you happen to know that, please reach out and send me a DM. You are the average of the five people that you hang around with. 
the people that I spend a lot of time talking with, they're not speakers. They're not visibility coaches. They're not marketing coaches. They do something completely different. I am constantly looking at other industries and seeing what they're doing because I want that information feeding my mind, that information changing my thought leadership, influencing my thought leadership, because now I get to see things from a different light. And that's what you should be doing. You should be standing in your power, not being all joyful, although you do need to be like happy and joyful. I don't want you to be a miserable thought leader. I want you to be in your power. I want you to own your expertise. So pull out a piece of paper, whether it's right now or later on, and just write down reasons why you are an expert in what you do. Why you? What makes you an authority on this particular topic? You know, part of what makes me an authority on this is that I've spent many years as a professional speaker. I spent years as a shy girl also. I went from the shy girl to accidentally becoming a professional speaker to now helping coaches and consultants, small business owners like tap into the more than 20,000 speaking opportunities that are global every single day. There are so many meeting planners that are looking for speakers, but they are going to go check you out on social media. They are going to check out your stories or any lives or any YouTube channels that you have because they want to hear something different. You have got to be different. So stand in your power. What's your thought leadership? And how does this all translate to you speaking? Your speaker confidence. That's what this is going to do for you. This is going to be your speaker confidence. How you stand up and you share your story your solutions, and your different perspective. That's what audiences want to hear, whether it's an in-person audience, whether it's a virtual audience, but they need to hear a different perspective. They need to know that there's another way. Do you know how many people are just kind of almost sleepwalking through life? They just go from one task to the next task, get in their car, drive to work, you know, do their thing, come home. They attend the the occasional conference or meeting or listen to an occasional podcast. It's you when they hear you, when they see you speaking, you know, on a podcast, you know, your YouTube channel, the videos you create that helps them change their perspective, that helps them see things in a different light. And it's by you sharing that information that allows your audience to decide for themselves. Do I want to continue with this old way or do I want to continue with this new way? How do I want to move forward? Will that work for me? Because this is also going to help you sell more, by the way. You know, your job is not to convince somebody of your service or your product. No, your job is to give them information. But in giving them information, make sure you're giving them your thought leadership, your unique perspective, so that they can make the very best decision for themselves today. And maybe what you say will be like planting a seed. Maybe they don't do anything that's different. But maybe three months down the road, it's like they can't get you out of their mind. 
And then they take that step. They take, they do something different. Maybe they start following you on, in, on Instagram or, or Facebook or some sort of social media where you are. And they start learning more from you. I mean, that's the beauty of speaking. Speaking is the gift that keeps on giving. Make sure you go listen to that episode. I'll share that link down below. Because speaking really is the gift that keeps on giving. Once, once they see you and they hear you, they may join your email list. They may start following you. They may actually book that call with you. But also, it may take three or six months, maybe even longer, for them to actually like book that call with you. You know, I don't know if you listened to the episode with Alan Miller, where we were talking about how speaking has changed her business as a parenting coach. And the very first time that I ever spoke to her about this, I was like, well, are you using speaking? She goes, well, yeah, I am. I do workshops. I said, great. How's it working for you? I didn't sign on any clients after I spoke. But then I asked, but have you gained any clients? She was like, oh, yeah. One, there was one woman who signed on with me three months after she saw me speak at a workshop. I said, oh, so speaking does work. And it was like her eyes lit up. She was like, oh my God, I never realized it. That I didn't need to be in her world constantly for her to finally like say, yes, I've had enough. I need to hire this parenting coach. But that's why speaking is the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) People will remember you. They will rave about you and they will refer you. But also part of that is by having a compelling, captivating, and converting presentation. So just to reiterate, it's not about high vibing. You know, being happy is fabulous. It's a, I gotta say like years ago, I decided I can either decide to be happy or decide to be miserable. And I decided to be happy because it felt better. So I am a happy person. But being happy is not what attracts my audience is not what helps me when I'm standing up there on a stage sharing information. It's not what attracts clients to me. That's not why clients hire me. That's not why companies hire me. The reason they're hiring me is because I'm standing in my power, because I'm a confident coach. If that's if you want to call me a coach, you know, go right ahead. Um, some of my clients do call me their speaking coach but I consider myself like I'm really helping you with a form of marketing and visibility that is unlike any other for so many reasons. And you've heard me talk about them in other episodes. So again, I just wanted to debunk this method of, oh my God, I have to be high vibing in order to like grow my business. So I just see so many people concentrating and spending so much time and energy on, I got to be happy and I got to be joyful and make sure all my pictures like look like that. And that my life is so easy when it's like, step into your power, be a powerful person, step into that power and start sharing your thought leadership. That is what is going to attract people to you. That is what's going to make the difference. That is what's going to help you stand out in any busy, noisy industry. So it doesn't matter which one you're in. So if this resonates with you and you're just like, oh my God, like I really need to start speaking. I really need to figure out what my thought leadership is. I want to encourage you to book a call with me. The call is like a no sales pressure 
I love talking to my audience. I love helping you figure out which one of my programs, because I have a number of different programs, a number of different options that may work for you. So you can book that call down below or go to chatwithla.com and feel free just to fill out the application and then book a call with me. You will walk away with that call with solutions, knowing how to get from point A to point B. So if you are the sort of person who is a coach, a consultant, who feels like my business is stagnant, my income level has plateaued, if not gone down a little, or I haven't had a sales call in about 30 days. Book that call and let's get you on that road to having more sales calls, hearing more yeses on those calls, and stepping into your thought leader. So till next week, be in demand. Are you ready to leverage speaking as your best form of marketing? There are over 7,500 events looking for speakers every single day. Speaking positions you as the expert in the room, but you probably don't know where to start. So I created this great resource called the Directory of Places to Speak. This resource will help you get started today. So head on over to speakandstandout.com forward slash directory to grab your free copy now. Don't miss this opportunity to be the expert speaking to audiences filled with your ideal clients.